After reciting the Tashahud, Ta'awuz, and Surah Al-Fatiha, Hazrat Khalifatul Masih V, Ayyadahullah Ta'ala bin Israhil Aziz stated that recently I toured some of the European countries and two of those countries, Holland and France, also held their Jilta Salana, i.e. the annual conventions. Moreover, inaugurations of mosques and other events with non-Muslims also took place. There was an event at UNESCO headquarters in France, which was held with the permission of the administration, and they were also invited. In that event, I had the opportunity to explain the Islamic teachings and to highlight the role of Muslims in the advancement of knowledge and science. UNESCO is an agency of the UN, which has been established for the promotion of education, science and culture and freedom of the press, eradication of poverty and the conservation of world heritage etc. are also among its objectives. In any case, I informed them of the teachings of Islam and the services of the earlier Muslims and their contribution and the role of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community with regards to these objectives. Similarly, I presented the Islamic teachings before politicians and intellectuals in Berlin, which is the capital city of Germany. And in view of this notion that exists in the minds of Europeans, and it is especially prevalent in Germany and other European countries, that Islam is not compatible with the culture and civilization of Europe. And therefore, Islam should not come to Europe, and also that Islam is a danger to Europe. In relation to this, I presented the Islamic teachings and some of the prominent intellectuals and politicians as well as some diplomats were also present and they all demonstrated and expressed a positive reaction to this. Likewise, Allah the Almighty granted us the opportunity to introduce Islam and its teachings in other events as well. And Alhamdulillah, all praise belongs to Allah the Almighty, that we were able to witness the blessings of Allah the Almighty everywhere. Now I will briefly mention some of the impressions of the guests who participated in the various events which shows how these people were able to understand the true teachings of Islam and to have their reservations removed.
in Holland, I also had the opportunity to address the Dutch guests on the second day of the Jalsa Salana, i.e. the annual convention, where 125 non-Muslim Dutch guests participated in the event. A councillor from Nunspeet, where our centre is currently located, whilst giving his impressions stated that a long time ago, I did not even like to come here, that is, having a relationship with the Ahmadiyya Muslim community. However, the councillor states that with the passage of time, our relations have improved. In fact, when I arrived in Holland, he was also present there to welcome me. The councillor further states that I have listened to the Imam of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community before and wanted to listen to him again. He states that I am very impressed by everything he has said because it seems that it has developed a deeper relationship between us. He further stated that you people, i.e. the members of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community here, are an active part of the society. And by attending the Jalsa, it has further strengthened that relationship. Rotterdam is a city of Holland and a guest, Hayman Mitesaib, who had come from there said that I was very anxious prior to coming to the Jalsa, i.e. the annual convention, thinking that Muslims are going to gather at this convention and God knows what may happen. However, upon arriving here, I was greatly surprised that people were simply discussing peace. And what I liked most about His Holiness's address was that he spoke with great courage. He further stated to his Ahmadi friend, that the Pope speaks of peace in general terms, but your Khalifa has directly addressed the powerful nations. Then there was a Dutch couple who participated in this event, and they said that the atmosphere of the Jalsa, i.e. the annual convention, was incredible. Everyone was showing kindness and it appeared to be a heavenly atmosphere. And in relation to my address, they said that the address has had a great impact on us and we were also impressed by the translators who were simultaneously translating in an excellent manner. However, this also depends on the quality of the translation and how the translators present it. Hence, our department for translation should make efforts in this regard MTA is already doing so, but other countries should also ensure the quality of the translation whenever they organize their functions and jalsas. Another guest, Danny Harkin Sahib, participated in the event, and he states, I have an academic background. And four years ago, I started teaching the Dutch language at a Dutch institute. He states that there I met a Pakistani family who used to come to learn the language, and our relationship strengthened, and I assured to assist them in every manner. Their children would also meet me, and they would spend some time with me every week. And so I also gained some knowledge about the Jamaat through these children as well. He then further states, that I have come here and I'm feeling very happy. Your Khalifa speaks about peace and mutual harmony. He then further stated that I am a Christian myself and I am able to observe that your Jamaat does not only treat Ahmadis kindly, but in fact it treats the followers of all religions with kindness. He then stated that hearing such matters from a Muslim leader in particular has had a great impact upon me because there are many misconceptions regarding Islam these days. He then further stated that His Holiness mentioned the turmoil that has spread across the world and emphasize the need to establish peace. We live together on the earth 
and we should collectively strive to establish peace. Then there was the inauguration of the mosque which was constructed in the city of Almere in Holland, which is the second purpose-built mosque of the Jamaat. The chairman of the church in Almere, Hayo Witzel Sahib, was in attendance, and he states that the message of your community is a message of peace. Your Khalifa delivered an excellent speech on peace and religious freedom. Previously, Catholics and Protestants lived peacefully in Almere, and we now hope that Ahmadis will also live peacefully with us. As a representative of the church, he mentioned this, but in fact the general impression of the people there is that by the grace of Allah the Almighty, all of the Ahmadis that live there live in cohesion and in a very peaceful manner. Another guest was Zakaria Sahib, who is an Arab. He states that I really enjoyed the event and I listened to the address of your Khalifa and if we desire to establish peace, then we should act in accordance with his address. He then further stated that as an Arab, I would like to say that the Holy Quran was recited at the start of your event, which I really liked, because it is uncommon to hear this at events in these countries. Another guest in attendance was from the local area, Dine Saiba, and she states that this function was very well organized. I heard the address of your Khalifa and it was very good. Excellent arrangements had been made for women as well, and I have attended for the first time, but I will come to the mosque and meet the women of the Jamaat again and increase my acquaintance with them. Another local guest states that this was my first opportunity to attend such a program organized by Muslims. He states that before I came, my neighbor warned me to be careful, and he said that one never knows when and what Muslims might do. However, I greatly enjoyed coming here, and the members of Yojamaat took great care of us right from the beginning till the end. Then another guest in attendance was a lady from the local area, Evelyn Cyber. And she states that it is highly unfortunate that the world is not shown this image of Islam. The members of your Jamaat are very hardworking and hospitable. And I have seen this mosque for the first time today. However, I wish to come here in the future again, as I have found peace in your mosque. There are countless such impressions. However, I have only mentioned a few. Following this was the Tour of France, and the Jalsa Salanai, the annual convention, was also held there, and a similar event with non-Ahmadi and non-Muslim guests was also organized, where approximately 75 guests attended the event. One of the guests who was in attendance was a lady who is an anthropologist by profession. She states, that when the Khalifa said that he condemns the various attacks that took place in France, he made it clear that Islam has no link with such attacks. She further says that from the true image of Islam as presented by the Imam of the Ahmadiyya Jamaat, it appears that Muslims can easily integrate into the Western world. She then further stated that it is incorrect when people say that Islam does not have a place in the Western world and that Muslims cannot live in cohesion here. In fact, such people should have listened to today's speech. Then there was a non-Ahmadi guest, Murtaza Sahib from Iran, and he says, that today I became aware of the Ahmadiyya community and the true status of Khalifatul Masih for the first time. People create a lot of propaganda in the world against Islam. But today your Khalifa gave all of them an outstanding answer. The state of the Muslims is such that they are not even aware of their own beliefs and faith. 
and these people should learn Islam from your Khalifa. However, the truth is that the true teachings of Islam can only be understood by attaching oneself to the Imam of the time, the promised Mahdi and Messiah And until these Muslims do not realize that they have to pledge initiation to the promised Messiah i.e. enter the bad, they will not be able to learn about the true Islam. In any case, this guest further stated that today the Khalifa made it clear what jihad truly means and how it is being misinterpreted. The incidents presented by the Khalifa in relation to the early period of Islam and the accounts of the Holy Prophet peace be upon him prove that Islam is indeed a peaceful religion. This is the first time in my life that I have heard the message of Islam explained with such wisdom. Another non-Ahmadi guest from Marrakesh, Sufyan Sahib says that from today's address I realize that you people are in fact the true and real Muslims and those who allege that you are not Muslims are completely incorrect. Everything the Mulvis, i.e. the Muslim clerics, taught me about Ahmadis from my childhood was false. In France, people are afraid of Islam and Muslims and we do not know how to defend Islam and we do not know how to address their fears. But today, your Khalifa has defended Islam in an excellent manner. As I mentioned earlier, that one can only learn about the true teachings of Islam after taking the oath of allegiance to the promised Messiah i.e. entering into the bath of the promised Messiah Jacob Sahib was another guest in attendance and belongs to the Christian faith. He states that the world needs more events such as this one. Your Khalifa is bringing the people of different nations and faiths together. He told us that the terrorists are working to accomplish a political objective and religion stands for good and should not be feared. His Holiness repeatedly spoke about freedom and all of this was something new for the French people as they have an utterly different perception of Islam. Then, Maxine on Friends was another guest and works for a think tank. He stated that today is a wonderful day of my life for I had the chance to directly listen to your caliph. And he was indeed correct in saying that we are currently passing through such dark times which are filled with hate. However, he also taught us that this is not due to faith and that people should not fear Islam. His Holiness is absolutely correct in saying that the terrorists have hijacked faith in order to fulfill their political agenda. And I completely agree with him on this. He then further stated that His Holiness explained to us how we can leave this world a better place for our future generations in light of the Islamic teachings. He then stated that this address should be published and shared with all of us. This was the impression by a member of a think tank. Then, as I mentioned earlier, that there was an event held in UNESCO on the 8th of October which was attended by 91 guests. The guests included the Ambassador of Mali in UNESCO, the Ministers of French Internal and External Affairs, the Councillor to the Ministry of Religious Affairs in France, the Director of the Religious Department, the President of the NATO Memorial, Members of Parliament, Councillors, Mayors, and other people connected with different institutions of the government also participated in this event. And whilst expressing his views, Umar Qadha Sahib, who is the ambassador from Mali at UNESCO stated, that the head of the Ahmadiyya community is spreading peace and I would like to congratulate him in this regard. UNESCO is an ideal place to speak about peace. He then spoke about how he came to learn about so many things from this address and then stated that this is precisely what the Muslim Ummah needs right now. He is a Muslim himself and lives in Mali and he stated that the concept of universal justice and harmony depicted by His Holiness 
is a vital need of the world today. Mr. Branton, who is the president of NATO Memorial, expressed his pleasure at attending the event. He then stated that this conference was very significant and historic, and it can lead to the establishment of peace, tolerance, and brotherhood. He stated that I wish that as many people as possible are able to listen to the message of the head of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community. He then further stated that His Holiness speaks about the true message of Islam which teaches peace and tolerance. This message is completely different than the actions of the terrorists. His Holiness is putting a lot of effort into promoting the message of peace. He then further stated that this is an essential task and we are also ready to support him. He then added that every single one of us should strive towards the establishment of peace and that this work should be carried out on all levels and in this regard, we should all lead by example. Diallo Sahib, who is the president of the Catholic organization associated with Mali, which is located in France, also attended this event. He stated, that I knew about Ahmadis from before, and all faiths should spread the message that we receive today to others. After listening to this beautiful address of His Holiness, I now have this ardent desire to pray for the progress of Islam. He himself, however, is a Catholic. He then stated that all of the world's problems would be resolved if the Islam that His Holiness speaks about is established in the world. When there is respect for the feelings and sentiments of others, then peace will become prevalent everywhere. There is a dire need of establishing mutual respect, and each one of us follows their respective faiths. However, we have one common belief, which is the existence of God. Another guest in attendance was Bernard Sahib. He states, The Islam presented before us today was completely different than the propaganda we see on the television. This is true Islam. He further said that today I acquired knowledge about the Holy Prophet peace be upon him and how he established a great society in Medina. Today I found out about Islam's significant role in education and spreading knowledge worldwide. A member of Human Rights Federation in France also attended this event and he stated that this speech was excellent and insightful. The steps needed for education and its advancement were mentioned in detail. And His Holiness also mentioned the services rendered by Islam in the field of education and it was fascinating to learn about this. A member of the city council was also in attendance. And he states that I am in charge of the department in the council that works to tackle against issues of racism. He states that I find what His Holiness said today, particularly when he spoke about facilitating equal opportunities for women to attain education and establishing mutual harmony in religious matters, extremely important. And this is extremely vital. Then His Holiness mentioned about the educational and health-related projects which the Jamaat started in the deprived areas of Africa. He states that usually when Islam is discussed in France or other nations, various fears are mentioned. Islamophobia is prevalent in our society, and so I was delighted to get an opportunity to hear positive things about Islam. He further states that I wanted to come here to find out more about your community and how it works. Hence, my wish was fulfilled today. Another guest, Alexander Sahib, stated that the Caliph presented a message of peace 
and his speech was full of truth. His Holiness expressed his views confidently and categorically, and I believe that the Ahmadiyya community has clearly explained the subject of slavery. And this message was magnificent, and out of all the Muslims, Ahmadis have presented this message, which is a small community. A journalist and attendant says that I listened to the address which was wonderful. I was especially amazed to hear just how much Islam has contributed in the world towards the advancement in education and to learn about the huge role of the Muslims in this regard and His Holiness gave numerous examples of these. In his address, His Holiness gave examples from the Holy Quran and from the life of the Holy Prophet peace be upon him and how they established a peaceful society. She further says that I have learnt a great deal today. Then a guest by the name of Mr. Bizio Veliz, who is a charity worker, states that it was a very important event and the message was wonderful and historic. It was such a message that the whole world needs to hear and I have learned so much from this address and I have come to learn the true meaning and importance of peace. Then there was the opening of the mosque in Strasbourg, which is another city in France, near the border of Germany. And approximately 191 guests were in attendance, among whom was a member of parliament of the area, five mayors of different locations, representatives of different religions, heads of different associations, and people from various fields and departments, and also people from all the smaller neighbouring villages. In fact, these people came especially due to the fact that they had reservations against Islam. Rather, some harboured hate, but when they came and attended the event, their impressions were completely changed. Martin Saiba, who is a member of the French Parliament, states that I am extremely pleased that His Holiness delivered such an insightful speech addressing peace and brotherhood and this message was for the entire world. She further states that Ahmadi Muslims are extremely active and are always ready to go out and do something and their motto really emanates from their actions. She further states that I shall come to visit again sometime when there are few people around so that we can freely sit and discuss. In doing so, I will have a better understanding of your values and this is very necessary for the betterment of our society. She then further stated that your caliph spoke about peace and tolerance which is a very important message for France and the French people. The French people need to know that the Islam we hear about in the media is very different indeed from the true Islam. We need to learn about the true Islam. A deputy president of one of the departments from the Council of Berin attended the function and he states that we have a Buddhist European centre for the Tibetans in our area and I know a fair amount about different religions and I'm fully aware of the services of the Christians, Jews, Judeo-Christians, Buddhists etc. But I'm also impressed after listening to the address today. Firstly, due to the words of His Holiness and secondly, due to his concept of love for all Hatred for none. He further states that he presented a complete image of Islam and he spoke about Islam in a manner which is completely different to the way Islam is portrayed and understood nowadays. His words and views are in complete accordance with one another and he firmly believes in keeping his doors open for everyone and I have learned so much from today's address and this is surely the path to peace. Then, Mr. Cuba and another woman, who perhaps is his wife, were also in attendance at the opening of the mosque in Strasbourg. 
they stated that prior to accepting the invitation to this event, we conducted some research on the internet about your community. And after learning about the efforts of the community, we wholeheartedly accepted the invitation and the aspect which really pleased us was the fact that interreligious and mutual understanding was further developed. They then stated that the Islamic teachings on human rights, in particular those of the neighbours, were really highlighted in the address. Hence, prior to attending our events, many of the attendees research about our community via the internet and learn a great deal about the true teachings of Islam. Another guest stated that I find it impossible to express my feelings at this moment. I had no idea before of this community within Islam. I met some members of the community who invited me to this event and so I con conducted some research on the internet and decided to come. And what a great decision that was. I cannot leave without praising what I have heard today. He states that this is a peaceful branch of Islam and the true image of Islam. This is such an Islam which is filled with humanity and love. He further stated that I am now aware that the Islam we are presented is in fact not Islam one bit, but it is something completely different. I have also learned that the Islamic moral teachings are the same as those of Christianity. These people have no choice but to say this, but in private sittings many also express that the moral teachings of Islam are far greater than those of Christianity. He then further stated that having heard what the Caliph had to say, I am certain that this is an extraordinary community. Mr. Justin, the president of the district council in the city says, that in the beginning I had many reservations when I heard that a mosque was going to be built here. But after hearing that your motto is love for all, hatred for none, I thought to myself that how could I not accept the invitation of those who raise such a loving slogan in this day and age. He then stated that the Ahmadiyya Muslim community can act like a sword and play a vital role in fighting terrorism and extremism. In France, the people do not yet know enough about the community, but we should look to the viewpoint of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community in tackling extremism and the current problems. And we should learn from them, which is why you have a great task ahead of you. Mr. Lukinza, who is the mayor of one of the city states, that this is the first time I have attended a mosque. And if this is what it is to enter a mosque, as I have witnessed today, then I shall come to the mosque on a daily basis. I was so pleased to come to the mosque, and I felt so much comfort and peace that I cannot begin to describe it. Thereafter, we travelled to Germany and on the 14th of October, the mosque in Wiesbaden was inaugurated. The inaugural ceremony took place in a well-known hall there, as there was limited space in the actual precinct of the mosque. And a total of 370 guests attended this function, including the Lord Mayor among others. And among the guests, there were also members of the Provincial Assembly and government representatives of different ministries. There were directors of different departments of the government, police officers, priests, professors, doctors, lawyers, etc. and people of all walks of life. The priest of a Catholic church who was in attendance said that His Holiness covered all the points in a very comprehensive manner and I agree 100% with all the points mentioned by His Holiness in his address. To love others and to pay the due rights of God Almighty all form part of my own beliefs and teachings as well. Similarly, till this day, I had never heard such a broad and comprehensive explanation of the God of Islam, in which not only was his perfect unity mentioned, but also that he is the same one God 
and Lord of all religions, nations and civilizations, and that he is all-knowing and distinguishes not between any of his creation in neither creed nor nation when it comes to doing good to them. He then further stated that how great would it be if all the leaders of the world would deliver such speeches about peace. And I now wish to remain in contact with the Ahmadiyya Muslim community and I will certainly come to visit the mosque. Thus, these people themselves have entertained the idea that the God of Islam and the God of Christianity are not the same. But when they are told the truth, they have no choice but to accept it. Then a representative of a church in Mainz was also in attendance. He states that what His Holiness said about the rights of neighbours and the Islamic teachings he presented was very much new to me and very interesting. This is the first time I have heard any religious leader give so much emphasis on the rights of neighbours. A lawyer from a law firm states that the broad mindedness of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community had already amazed those in my office. But after hearing what you said about the rights of neighbours and the vastness of the definition of a neighbour whereby the whole city is counted has left me even more astonished. He then stated that likewise the scope of attention and sympathy of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community has become even wider for those who live in this city. Another guest was Suzanne Saibai, who is a teacher, and she states that what I liked most of this address was that the entire mankind has one creator and we all believe in the same God. This is something that we should all keep in mind. Then another guest was Vani Saiba, who belongs to the Dai Grun Party and works in the integration department in the Wiesbaden Parliament. She states, that this address was very inspiring and one thing which was really important to me and which I shall never forget was that all Ahmadi Muslims should become beneficial citizens in their area. However, not only should the Ahmadis act upon this but we should all do so. If all the Muslim groups were open-minded like the Ahmadi Muslims then it would become so easy for us to coexist. Here, I would also like to make it clear that although we do live together, but at times there are some who tend to show weakness and compromise their own teachings. Therefore, you should speak to others whilst remaining grounded within the teachings of Islam, and by staying within this sphere of moral conduct, we can tell others about our teachings, so there is no need to fear. The meaning of integration is to display high moral conduct whilst explaining the teachings of Islam. In any case, I shall now present the impressions of the next guest who is a school teacher and he states that this was the first time I came to know about your community and the organization was fantastic. I found it very important that the Caliph said that more attention needs to be given on tolerance and that we should treat followers of other religions and in fact the whole world with love and affection. This is something that is really witnessed in our society these days and other religions are also forgetting this. However, you have given importance to these values. I will now certainly visit your mosque and seek the answers to all the questions that are in my mind. Then a doctor from a local hospital said that if religious figures give the teachings that were presented today by the Imam of the Ahmadiyyam community in his speech, then we'll be able to establish respect for one another in our society. The church must also promote a similar message. At present, there are many questions that the church has failed to address. He further says that the church has so far avoided answering many of the questions that the Imam of the Ahmadi community raised and answered from many angles. And without any hesitation, he elaborated on the Islamic teachings. He then says the most pleasing aspect is that all of His Holiness's explanations and commentaries are such that it establishes peace and harmony. 
Another guest was Haik Brother Sahiba. She stated that His Holiness explained that God Almighty is the Lord of all the worlds and the depth of this concept interested me greatly. She then further stated that the most astonishing fact was that although God Almighty is one and without any partner, but He is the God of all religions and people who cares for everyone without any distinction. Thus, for the wise and those who deliberate, they are left with no option but to accept Tawheed, i.e. the oneness of God Almighty. And it is imperative for them to accept the one God who is all-powerful. And it is the responsibility of every Ahmadi to spread this message of Tawheed to others. Another guest, Bavar Sahiba says, that it was a great honour for me to be part of this blessed gathering. All the reservations and misconceptions that I had were removed by Imam of the Ahmadiyya community where he explained and outlined the Islamic teachings and I have now understood many things. Then another guest remarked that the most important teaching to establish peace that was mentioned in the speech was that one should always be mindful of the values and beliefs of others. I was aware of the fact that there are many sects within Islam, but I was completely unaware of this peaceful Ahmadiyya community. Another guest was Mukhtari Sahib who works in the Wiesbaden police force. He said that today's program demonstrates that Muslims wish to present a different side of Islam which proves that in reality Islam is a peaceful religion. He states that I really like the idea mentioned by the Caliph that the Ahmadiyya Muslim community runs projects in Africa. Then there was the inauguration of the Battle Hamid Mosque in Fulda and 330 guests attended the ceremony. The Lord Mayor was also in attendance, however, after welcoming us outside, he then left. The mayors of other localities were present, as well as council members, former member of parliaments and chairman of various other parties. The chairman of the round table, which is a religious committee, was also present. The people of Fulda have many reservations about Muslims, and in fact there is opposition there. This was an old centre for Christianity, and it is famous for upholding their traditions. And it is the wish at least of the church to uphold their traditions, however the people of that area are also moving away from Christian values altogether. In any case, owing to this fear, not all of the church representatives attended the event, and similarly, some members of the parliament did not attend the event, and it was for the same reason that the Lord Mayor said that he would not like to speak at the event. Instead, he said he would welcome everyone and also sat down, but owing to the fear of opposition, he did not sit on the stage. The sentiments of some of the guests that attended the event is as follows. Regarding the part of my speech, where I mentioned that all of us ought to unite on a common ground and that through this we can achieve global peace, Harold Sahib stated that given the circumstances of the present global climate, the aforementioned principle that was outlined is worthy of being followed and this in fact is exactly what the world needs at this moment in time. He then further stated, that I now know that whatever we had been informed about Islam previously was not an accurate representation of the true teachings of Islam. Therefore, today's event was extremely beneficial and the message I take back is of peace. Another guest in attendance was a teacher of a local school and he said, that this message ought to be played in school to the students and they ought to be asked which religion presents such a beautiful teaching. He then further stated that at the very least I would like to be given a copy of the proceedings so that I can share this evening's atmosphere with my students.
Then the mayor of a neighboring town stated that the Imam of the Ahmadiyya community addressed both the reservations and also explained the true teachings of Islam. He clearly highlighted the reasons why there is agitation in certain parts of the society and the reasons why the peace of the society is being destroyed. But despite all this, His Holiness never injured the sentiments of any other sect or faction of society. Rather, he spoke whilst explaining human values and presented food for thought for the entire world at large. Dr. Kola states that I was greatly impressed by how receptive the Ahmadiyya community is, which was explained by the Caliph when he said that in order to uphold the rights of others, everyone must open their hearts and remove all misconceptions. She then goes on to say that I also strive to ensure that there is religious tolerance in my hospital and that people content through spirituality. I found this very peace and contentment in this event and I'm very grateful that I had the opportunity to come here today. As I mentioned earlier, that there was an address on the top of Islam and Europe for the comparison between civilization and culture. And in this event, there were 27 members of the National Assembly, including three representatives from the Foreign Office. Among them were directors of religion and politics, five professors, including the Vice President of the Berlin University and Professor Steinbach, who is an accredited professor of Middle Eastern Studies in Germany. In addition to this, there were political officers of the French and the United States embassies and various other representatives of the government and religious figures, representatives of the church and other communities. There were also representatives from the press and media as well as Amnesty International. Alexander Saib, who is a member of parliament, said the message of peace and harmony that was explained by His Holiness was based on the teachings of the Holy Qur'an and supported those teachings with the help of the Qur'an and the example of the founder of Islam. Although the subject of the address was novel and dealt with contemporary issues, however the Caliph supported his views with original Islamic sources. And this proves that from the outset, Islam and the Holy Qur'an teaches compassion, peace and harmony amongst all of mankind. In my opinion, this address ought to spread far and wide so that people in the West would understand the true teachings of Islam. Then Nail Annan, who is the Minister of State, said, Having listened to the explanation and analysis in which the Imam of the Ahmadiyya community explained and introduced Islam and Ahmadiyyad, as well as introducing how religion as a whole plays a role in society, I feel that the Ahmadiyya community strives for the rights of human values. This not only safeguards the rights of certain religion or sect, rather it supports human values on a global scale. Then, Christopher Stroke Sahib states, that I have seldom attended a program or seen such a program organized by a Muslim community where the atmosphere of the event was so peaceful and the speeches at the event were so comprehensive and inclusive. It pleased me to see that someone was able to highlight the hidden conflicts concealed behind the seemingly progressing and civilized society. He then further stated that His Holiness clearly outlined the dangers of the impending nuclear war. Christian Bishul Sahib, who is a member of parliament, stated that the Imam of the Ahmadiyya community correctly pointed out the crux of the current problems and since he has correctly identified them, therefore the remedies he pointed out for solving the agitation among the people are lasting. Zakleen Sahiba, 
who is another member of parliament, stated that the Imam of the Ahmadiyya community highlighted his beliefs from various angles and left no ambiguities. She then said that she agreed with every word of the address. Then, Professor Herbert Hede said, By ensuring that their members seek education, the Ahmadiyya community has distinguished itself from all other religious movements. The outcome of a community that places so much emphasis on education is that they would go on to lead others as opposed to follow something blindly. Axel Saib, who is another member of parliament, stated that I will go home and read this address again and I will spread its message as far as I am able to. Then his Spain-laden cyber said, I do not ascribe to any faith, but the manner in which the Imam of the Ahmadiyya community has shown compassion for our future generations and warned the leadership of the consequences has had a profound effect upon me. It is my desire to spread this message so that humanity at large could realize this and so that they take responsibility for our future generations. Then Professor Christopher Wilkman said that I really enjoyed the program and I learned a lot from listening to the address. I have also noted down many references of the Holy Quran that were mentioned in the address. I will now read the address again when I reach home. Christian guest in attendance states, Prior to this event, I had never heard how much emphasis Islam lays upon peace and seeks for its establishment. I am delighted that the address of the head of the Ahmadiyya community was heard by the representatives of various political parties. Similarly, I saw a Jewish rabbi and Muslims from other sects here as well. Another guest stated, the attention of every individual was drawn towards the responsibilities as to how they can establish peace in this address. His Holiness explained in very simple terms that mankind must live with one another with a spirit of peace and love, and one of the most important factors for this is to respect one another. His Holiness also mentioned that there are plentiful resources in the world and enough for everyone if they are utilized properly. Another guest stated that His Holiness directed our attention towards various aspects and the very first thing he mentioned was that in today's society religion is not given any importance and is seen in a negative manner. He states that as Christians we also feel the same and aside from this what I felt extremely important in His Holiness's address was the importance of education and moral training. In this regard the Ahmadiyya Muslim community is a model for everyone because if people were to realize what their holy book teaches, they will be safeguarded from many of the ills of today. Thus, it is the responsibility of the Ahmadi youth to pay particular attention towards reading and studying the Holy Quran, and they should then inform others of its teachings, and they will have no choice but to ponder over it, learn of its wisdom, and then act upon it and accept it. One of the guests in attendance was a spokesperson for Amnesty International. He states that I was extremely pleased from what I heard today. The explanation of civilization and culture with reference to the second caliph of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community and their relationship with one another is something that even the intellectuals of today cannot refute. He further states, the Caliph has elucidated upon the verses of the Holy Qur'an in an excellent manner and these are the same verses which the opponents of Islam present by taking them out from its context. Another guest, Nahundi Salba states, by circulating this address on a wide scale to Europe will help remove the reservations and negative views people have about Islam. Then the Mehdiabad Mosque was also inaugurated and members of Germany's National Parliament, the Lord Mayor, members of the Provincial Assembly 
Speaker and Deputy Speaker of the Provincial Assembly and five local males of the area and five Chairmen of Parliament and approximately 170 guests were present. One of the guests in attendance was the Vice Mayor and she stated that I will certainly go back and spread the words of the Caliph. Whenever anyone levels an allegation against Islam, I will try to defend Islam by presenting the words of the Caliph. She then stated that His Holiness did not only address us, but also the members of his community, and he told them that after building the mosque, they must serve mankind even more than before. Then a guest, Angelika Saiba said, From today's address I learned that we should assess our general day-to-day -day conduct with others, and we must extend our help to our friends and strangers alike. Another guest stated that we were extremely delighted to have attended this event and many of our reservations have been removed and the manner in which tolerance was explained is something that is of importance to all faiths. Another guest, Unsaya Ulf Saib, who is a consultant of the Minister of President, he states, What I like most about the address by His Holiness was that he mentioned such aspects which lead to establishing unity amongst all faiths. He states that I am a member of a Christian church and despite there being many differences between our faith and the manner in which we worship, yet the head of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community highlighted such aspects which everyone can agree to. I personally believe that we all have one God However, we worship him in different forms. Nevertheless, they are accepting the truth even if it is just to this extent. Then, Betik Sahib, who was another guest in attendance, states that in his address, His Holiness beautifully explained the status of women and shows the true status of women in Islam and the honour of women in society. And so, May Allah the Almighty enable their hearts to understand the true teachings of Islam and enable them to accept its teachings and believe in the true concept of Tawheed, i.e. the unity of God and come under the flag of the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. For this is the only means to attain prosperity because their temporary worldly progress cannot secure the means to attain true prosperity and their survival. I would also like to mention some details regarding the media coverage. The news reports were published in Holland by two media channels, RTV Newsbeat and Eurotimes, and 70,000 people received its coverage. And during the Battle of Afiyat Mosque opening, the news channel of Almeria reported on this event, which reached out to 1.5 million people. Similarly, thousands of people received this news through various social media platforms, and they have estimated that the total media coverage during the tour of Holland reached to 16 million people. The majority of this coverage was in regards to the opening of the mosque in Almere, which was covered by a national TV channel. A national news agency of France published an article on the address delivered in UNESCO, and the author of the article wrote at the end that he was surprised that the Khalifa did not mention anything about the persecution against Ahmadis. Then in relation to the Mahdi Mosque opening in Strasbourg, the DNA newspaper published a report and was also covered by a radio channel and through these various media outlets, the news reached out to millions of people. Then in Germany, there were events held in Wiesbaden, Fulda, Berlin and Mahdiabad. And according to the report of their Secretary for External Affairs, they believe that the message was conveyed to approximately 49 million people through 13 newspaper reports, 4 TV channels, 1 radio station and 13 reports through electronic media. Similarly, the Review of Religions conveyed the message through their various means to approximately 1.5 million people. And so, as I mentioned earlier, that may Allah the Almighty enable the people to understand this message. 
and after the Friday prayers, I shall lead a funeral prayer in absentia of respected Molvi Muhammad Ahmed Saib, who was a missionary from Palghat, Kerala, India. He passed away on 15th October at the age of 54. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. Surely to Allah we belong, and to him shall we return. Ahmadiyyad entered his family through his father, respected Mulvi Kaim Muhammad Alvi Saib, who was a very prominent scholar of the non-Ahmadis. Owing to his acceptance of Ahmadiyyad, he faced intense opposition, and hundreds of people in the province of Kerala accepted Ahmadiyyad through him. Mulvi Kaim Mahmud Ahmad Saib left his college studies on the advice of his father and joined Jamia Ahmadiyya and graduated in 1988. The deceased was a great scholar, very pious and regular in his prayers, observing the fast and offering the Tahajjud prayer. He was extremely devout in his worship, looked after the poor, was very patient and full of gratitude and a sincere person. He had a very deep knowledge of the Holy Quran, Ahadith and books of the Promised Messiah and Khulafa. He was very proficient in Arabic, Malayalam and Tamil. And he also kept his own personal library, which included many rare and unique books. He had the opportunity to serve in Kerala, Tamil Nadu, Lakshadweep, and outside of India, he served in Kuwait. He was a very good speaker and debater, and upon the instruction of Hazrat Khalifatul Masih IV, rahimahullah, he had the opportunity to debate against a very staunch opponent of the Jamaat, along with respected Mulana Dost Muhammad Shahid Sahib and Hafiz Muzaffar Ahmad Sahib. The deceased was a Musi and leaves behind two wives and three daughters. And by the grace of Allah the Almighty, two of his son-in-laws are also life devotees. One of his son-in-law writes, In the vacation of his final year during his Jamia studies, he did not go home on the instruction of his father and instead dedicated the entire time to study the books of the promised Messiah, And this indeed is a great example for the students of Jamia. In order to completely wipe out Ahmadiyyad from Kerala, all of the non-Ahmadi Muslim sects got together and formed an organization called Anjuman Ishaat Islam. This organization traveled all across Kerala and held gatherings in which they spoke against the Ahmadiyya community and raised allegations against the writings of the Promised Messiah In response to this, the Jamaat held various jalsas and gatherings which were all conducted under the lead of Maulvi Mahmud Saib. The Jamaat had very historic debates against the Anjuman Ishaat Islam in 1998 and in 2015, and the deceased had the opportunity to represent the Jamaat as its debater. And aside from this, he also had the opportunity to successfully debate against the Ahli Quran and Ahli Hadith sects. The deceased was very regular in his prayers and began observing the Tahajjud prayer from a very young age. His son-in-law writes that there is an incident from his youth that once he could not offer his Tahajjud prayer and upon this his father said to him, The son, do you not wish to attain the status of maqam mahmud After this he always remembered this advice and adhered to this for the rest of his life to the extent that despite his illness and state of extreme weakness he adhered to this. He had a bond of great love and affection for Khilafat and was extremely loyal. In any Talimi, Tarbiyati and Tablighi city, he would always devote a large part of the time to speak about the subject of Khilafat and would often become very emotional when speaking on this subject. In 2015, a lady along with her children accepted Ahmadiyyat and her husband was out of the country at the time. When he returned, the disease preached to him and he asked why it was essential to believe in Khilafat. Upon this, the deceased spoke about the status of Khilafat and its importance and blessings in such an emotional manner that tears began to flow from his eyes. And although he had heard everything else as well, but this in particular had such a profound impact on the non-Ahmadi that he immediately accepted Ahmadiyyat. In reality, he was a Sultan in Nasir, a great helper of Khilafat. May Allah the Almighty grant him his mercy and forgiveness, and may he elevate his status and enable his progeny to continue his good deeds.